0: Yeah. Check my inbox and what I'm an addict, and I need it in my veins. I'm an addict, otherwise I feel plain now. Every day I wake up, people got a problem, making all these trades up. Got me singing, got them, but I've been paid up. I even started from the bottom. See, I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum. It's so what it cost them just a couple of firsts. Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk, but I'm an addict. It's what I said in the first. You can curse all you want, you can pray in your church, but I'ma keep tapping return. I went up, I learned, I ain't trying to burn any i yearn for the feeling to earn I'm a witness a turn, you had a cheek before I drop you like the beat, I'm
1: a natic, and I'm not really ashamed, I'm a addict. I'm, I'm a climber with the brains, I'm a nattic, and the pot is what I'm playing, I'm a nattic, Russ and Rocky. Other names, Trade Addicts pie. let's go.
2: I am Dynasty Outhouse, and I have a trading problem.
0: I am Rocky Petrella,
2: and I also have a trading problem.
1: I'm Joe Bond, and I've just got a fancy sports problem. It's close enough. It's good
2: enough. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to session 288 of the Trade Addicts podca- Podcast. Pod-cast. Or podcast. Podular cast. <laughs> uh, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, the DAP Network, if you will. And as always, we will. It's been, an, it was another week. A week happened, I guess. I am, <laughs> I am in disrepair like I am in deep 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 sadness like every every week it's just getting harder and harder to keep going with fantasy football like and and I remember as we were going through yesterday it's really weird because we're recording on Monday because I don't want my wife and children to leave me for missing Halloween um like following along with Sunday because I couldn't watch a lot of a lot of football but you know it's Oh, this guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. This person's hurt. That. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Stop it. Stop it. How
1: many quarterbacks died yesterday?
2: Yeah, <laughs> but at least as time went on, Stafford looks like he's day to day, which is great because he's my most rostered quarterback. Um, Ritter got taken. They say it was a precaution for concussion, but we'll see how that goes. I'm. I. But I am also in trouble if if it's no longer Ritter. Um, Man, what else was there? Like, there was one other person. uh, Now, Josh Dobbs isn't going to be the starter. Um, I saw that. (laughs) Apparently, Will Levis is good. Oh, yeah, but it it might, it's probably not going to be Kyler. We don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, Because when you fall, when you accidentally fall backwards into the first draft pick, you don't screw it up by starting a stud quarterback. Um, And then just, it's, it was, scrolling the internet yesterday was very painful it's gotten a little better today but we are here we are pushing forward and we have a new guest on our show so why don't you let everyone know who you are what you do and where they can find what you do
1: yeah uh thanks for having me guys uh i'm joe bond founder of fantasy six um you can uh You can catch me over there where, uh, we've got, you know, our, our rankings that we do, uh, we do pretty well on. We got a bunch of those little fantasy pros badges, um, all across the site. So, uh, that, that kind of stuff, we got tons of DFS content, tons of, uh, you know, we got, we got betting content and, you know, I know this is fantasy football, but you know, if if you do play other fantasy sports, we do lots of other ones too: baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, (laughs) we got it. So, uh come check us out never even
2: heard of half of those sports um <laughs> there's this so thing called the world long...
1: series on right now i don't know if you know
2: i still people keep using those words together and i don't <laughs> know what it means like i know what a world is i know what a series is but when you put them together it's just i don't get it <laughs> and it's a good thing rocky's not here right now because the phillies didn't make it um but joe what how long have you been playing fantasy football for
1: Oh, fantasy football I've been playing since 2001, maybe two. I kind of forget, actually. So it's been a little while. It got me beat by like two
2: years. I remember exactly just because it's video game reason based. So I remember I was handed NFL 2K5. So I know 04 was the year I started getting back into football everything because I don't I don't go halfway. I don't half ass two things like the second I got into football. It was like goodbye hockey. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, So you've been playing fantasy football for a long time. How long have you been into Dynasty?
1: Uh my first dynasty league, I had to go look back. Uh I believe if my fantasy league is telling me correctly, my the first season was twenty sixteen for me.
2: Yeah, again, you got me beat by like a year or two, twenty seven. Well, no, twenty sixteen was my first year. Yeah. All right, there you go. Look at we're samezies. We're pretty much Sainsies. <laughs> and you're wearing a Reese's peanut butter cup shirt, so we're like best friends. For Halloween,
1: of course, man. I, I gotta represent Halloween.
2: Man, everyone's rejecting my bad trade offers. It's really infuriating. <laughs> They, they know. They know. It's uh, like, come on! You get an offer from me, you just accept it. You don't look at it. You just say, "Oh yeah, cool." No, that's fine.
1: Yeah,
2: apparently not. Um, what are some of the best and worst trades you've made in Dynasty Fantasy Football?
1: Oh, uh, so I I went back and did my research because obviously I've been playing for a while. So, uh, kind of kind of interesting here. Um, I, I had a couple here, so. One, what, I, I didn't even remember this. I'm not going to lie. Nice. So back in 2016, I guess I traded for J.A.J. Oh, no. He's he's part of my worst. But that year, he, he was actually good, right? So that year, he was actually good. Um, And what's weird, I gave up John Brown. I also so I got a Jai and then I also got a dude's second round pick for the next season.
2: All right, I mean that's um, not
1: bad. Of course, you know Jay Jai did nothing after that, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean he was good that year. So then what's funny is like I guess I, I don't. I guess I don't really remember. So I guess I, I realized I wasn't going to win that year, and like right before the trade deadline, I traded away jji Jai. Got dewan harris i don't even remember who that is i have
2: no idea who san that francisco
1: is. running back clearly i just took garbage from the guy but what i got in return was better i got the next season's first round draft pick his second round draft pick and then the following year's first round draft pick for all for jhi nice. who did clearly nothing yeah the rest of his career so <laughs> that was a good trade for me ultimately i turned john brown into like Four picks, <laughs> love it, love that. That's like me um, getting a uh,
0: Pat Mahomes
1: for You plus that we talked about a couple
2: weeks ago. Yep, <laughs> um,
1: that's like
2: me giving up Steph Diggs for Jai. It's it, not, like that. not. It's not. I've.
1: I've. I know. I've. I've traded people like at their high points. Like I, like I had Adrian Peterson just because like in his like last, like half decent year, like the year he played for Arizona and then got traded and dropped or traded to somebody else. Um, like that, he had that one good game and I was like, sale. Yeah. I took a third round pick. I was like, I don't even care. Get this guy off my team. Same thing with Mike Williams. I finally was like, I can't deal with this guy anymore. Um, talented player, but got rid of him for an actual first round pick. Um, Probably my, my worst trade was um, I it's hard to say, like I, I might've sold a little too early on DeAndre Hopkins. I, I thought my team was, you know, my, my team was starting to fall, but I, I think I might've traded a little too early on DeAndre Hopkins. I did get a first round pick out of it, but um I didn't do well. The absolute worst trade I made though was in the draft of the 2021 draft. I had a slew of picks. Um, I had like three or four second round picks. So I traded my 2-5 and my 2-8, traded up to the 2-1, which also gave me the 2-1 and the 2-2. Two two. I took both Michael Carter and Elijah Moore. I was I like, oh, these two. Both
2: of those picks at that time.
1: I loved both of those <laughs> picks. Guess who the 2-5 the ended up know. being Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh no! Oh yes, I've realized that. I, as I'm looking at this show, the the for this show, the history of this, and I'm just, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me!
2: That's why you were a brave, (laughs) brave man for looking. I never look back at the tree, (laughs) never, because I know I've done so much crap that I didn't realize was terrible, and I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, that that by far the the worst, And, and I mean hindsight, you know. You know, Michael Carden Logic Moore, like who knew they were gonna draft Brees Hall and then yeah. they were gonna draft Garrett Wilson, like and just totally ruin both the dudes' values that I that I drafted. Like, who knew that was gonna happen? Then but, again, oh, well. you tried to trust the Jets. So that might be your fault. <laughs> it was I remember doing it too and be like, Do I really think two Jets? I was like, uh, everybody says I should. I guess I gotta trust them. And this is where me, I'm not a great dynasty player anymore because I don't follow college as much as I used to like back when I first started I was really good at it because I follow college like crazy I'm a huge Virginia Tech fan ACC I was all about it I followed, I watched tons of college football now it's like uh, I know like the studs coming out and then that's kind of about it so, so you just got to do
0: what me and Russ do and follow the people that follow college that's what I try to do <laughs> apparently
1: i might. Like, I maybe I don't follow the right people or they know just about as much as me and we're all wrong all that <laughs>
2: Travis May, Zach Reed, Kane Fasell, and J Mike. Those like right. those are pretty much the four people I listen to. And I mean, I do well enough. Like I mean, <laughs> I don't Yeah. All right. So, what is a guiding principle you take with you whether you were offering or evaluating a trade?
1: I mean, so I think the first thing you have to ask yourself when you're evaluating the trade is what state is your team in? You've really got to be honest with yourself. Uh, you know, if you're a contending team, you've got to figure out, is this trade going to help me win this year or maybe even next year? If not, don't take it. If you're a, if you're a tanking team, you know, you're, you, you know, you're one of those bottom feeder teams. You don't want to take on older talent. You know, you've really just got to evaluate uh, the, the, the status of your team. You know, I, I, maybe I sold the farm too quick. Like that was the year I traded Deandre Hopkins and Mike Williams. I just kind of sold my, my top two receivers or two of my top two receivers. Um, Maybe I did it one year too early on them, but I kind of wanted to start the rebuild process quickly because I was, I found myself falling into that like mediocre range of it. And I, I kind of took the NBA, uh, you know, strategy of, I'm just going to tank and tank hard and figure yeah. out what happens. And it looks like I'm about to get the number one pick next year, unless my team just randomly starts winning, which is probably not going to. Um, so I, two years in a row, I'm going to get the number one pick, which means I'm going to get B John and most likely Marvin Harrison. So that'll be a good restarting block. And I've got Trevor Lawrence and or Josh Fields, if he can ever figure things out again to kind of help you know, carry that boat. So, that, that is beautiful bones. We'll we will, we will, we <laughs> yeah. will see and what I, happens.
0: And I think most people uh, would lean a year
2: too early rather than a year too late anyway. Yeah, like, in yeah absolutely. Early. All right. So let's, I mean, we. I already alluded to, to the news. The big news is Kirk Cousins tearing his Achilles, which tore my heart out. Um, the next one, which is like not really big news, but like Hendrick Bourne was having a really good season. And I'm sorry, Peter Howard, but he tore his ACL. That sucks. But, like, maybe it's Juju season now? He caught a touchdown.
1: He did. <laughs> it's exciting. <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> I saw
2: that. I was like, oh, Juju's that alive? guy, like, over the hill at 26 or whatever? He came into the league at 16, so right. I mean, yeah. like, that's what happens.
1: But not yeah. over the hill. He's got... I, he's washed up. He's got Mike Jones throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. He was half decent last he year. Was. This wasn't he was, great. He was wide receiver
2: um, three ish. Yeah, yeah, they just need an offensive line and a quarterback in New England, and Juju will be fine. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> it. <laughs> we how bad are they Run right hard. now? Let's yeah, figure we that out. Fifth overall pick right now. Yeah, are they like two and six? Yeah, I mean that's not out of the realm of. Drake May territory. Yeah, if they yeah make I was move.
1: gonna say. Must they think keep, keep losing, losing a lot
0: of games?
2: Yeah, and uh, even if you stay at five, you could you're within range to move up. Exactly, that's so what I'm saying. Like if they're willing to move up, because like right now, I man, I can't believe Chicago won a game. What a stupid <laughs> team! Because now Arizona has one, Chicago has two and three. Yeah, and then there's the Giants and the Patriots. Like right now, if Chicago can just be like, look, Justin Fields. You're good. Can you just be a little bit better so we could not draft a quarterback with these picks and get just everything oh, and, and and their mother for, for these two picks? Because, man, like someone will absolutely trade up to draft a quarterback. And yeah. I would love to see. Let's go back to, what was it? Was 2011 or 2012 the Julio and A.J. Green year where, Someone traded up to three overall to grab Julio. Like, let's get back to that. Let's someone trade up to two or three to go grab Marvin Harrison Junior. Yeah, and the Bears what? actually just
0: did it last year too, didn't they? With the didn't and didn't the Panthers trade with the Bears to get the the DJ Moore or the Bryce Young pick or something? Well, no, yeah. I need
1: for non, a non quarterback. He meant a non quarterback. Oh, yeah. I am just saying that, the, what you,
0: that. The, the the ridiculous. I am saying the ridiculous haul you could get. Yeah, um, just for dropping down like later in in, in the top ten, even
2: yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, Carolina is one and six, and they should have the number two pick overall. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. But they wouldn't have Bryce Young.
2: (sighs) We'll talk about Bryce Young later. (laughs) Uh, And and then Leonard Fournette is going to sign with the Bills, which, I I mean, I I, – words – fernet is still on a couple of my teams because like i said before we started recording the show i just don't drop people because i don't pay attention like as long as i have players that i start i don't want depth on my team so i don't pay attention yeah. um, i have him I got, on a
1: couple 14 team leagues because there's nothing out there and i'm like mm, Fournette's gonna sign eventually maybe Who knows? Exactly, I, got him, right? I got
2: him on five teams too yeah
1: <laughs> oh yeah and i drafted him in
2: like my eliminators and in all my preseason stuff so. oh i've got
1: him in tons of best ball leagues that's gonna be phenomenal no, wait, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real; it's I'm not. I'm already
2: eliminated from the, the Eliminators anyway, so it's not like that's going to help me now. Um, but if this is just more along the lines of if you were believing in James Cook, this might make it a little harder. Again, not to say that Fournette's going to come in and steal majority of the workload, but it's still Josh yeah, Allen really stealing the workload. Think about that; it's it's very bizarre. Yeah. Um, And that's really it for the news. So, and I want to talk about Cousins and Minnesota for a second because I don't believe we have any straight up questions about it in the listener questions. Now, I I was talking to you guys beforehand. I have one. Everybody's in denial. Oh, (laughs) and it seems like they still kind of want to try and win even without Cousins and Justin Jefferson. When again they are? Oh no, because they're technically in the wild card spot right now, so they're not even. Close to you know a good draft pick anymore. So what's the difference? And so Kirk Cousins is hurt. Justin Jefferson, have we heard anything yet? Like literally anything? Like I think he's one week away from being eligible to come off of IR. And I haven't read a single thing about whatever was absolutely wrong, actually wrong with him in the first place. I I think it was the
0: hamstring. But they said right when he went on IR that it was like four, could be four to six weeks. Like
2: he may not even be ready when the IR time is up. But, like, usually you hear it's – especially when it's a serious one, it's like it's a grade something expected to be – up. like, all I ever heard was hamstring IR. Oh. Okay. So, uh, like – He's also
0: yeah. on the verge of a new contract, too, so – And uh, cousins. Like a, and now they, they don't have cousins. Like, anybody. why would Jefferson want to even come back? It's kind of
2: worrying me. So, like, I mean, let's just – so what I've been trying to do is, I'm doing I'm doing the wrong thing. I will put this out there, you know. Uh, um, you don't really trade the hurt player to replace them because you're not getting good value for that hurt player. But I'm still sending Kirk Cousins for every eh, quarterback on a bad team. Um, Rocky, I know clearly this affects you as much as it does me. Um, what what are your plans for tomorrow? When you wake up, you get to your computer. It's Tuesday. It's a new fantasy week. What are you gonna do? I'm pro- if I
0: have a third guy, I might just try and roll with it because a lot of my teams. Because I go cheap at quarterback, I have enough to sort of. Play with the i I, I think I, I think that was before we started recording. I mentioned I have like eight Jimmy Garoppolo shares, and I'm pretty sure he's my QB three on almost all those teams. Um, so like I, I and he's doing horrible tonight, by the way. But um, uh, I, I'd still probably be willing to try and just roll with the two guys, whoever I have besides, like say a Garoppolo, and, and uh, you know maybe a, a I don't even know who the other guy would be. Uh, Goff or Hertz or whoever I have there uh, I'd be willing to roll with that um, If I only have Two or the third is just Like nothing um, like Daniel Jones or something I'm probably Just trying to go super cheap Like super cheap um, Maybe like a uh, Well no Kyler's coming back so Josh Dobbs doesn't work
1: Josh
2: Dobbs but, isn't starting next
1: week He's playing I, in tune.
2: Oh is he? Yep I didn't even see that. It's
1: really
2: within like four hours. It was Josh jobs starting in week nine. Josh jobs, no longer starting in week nine. Uh, See, I I probably wouldn't trade, try and trade cousins. I would probably
0: try and trade for someone. um, And I'm just blanking on any names, but maybe a Garoppolo, even though, like I said, he's bad because he'll be cheap Um, or just somebody that can get me more quarterback ish points, at least in the teens. Uh, Like I said, because a lot of my rosters are kind of loaded up with position players anyway, I feel like I can kind of make it kind of one of the bonuses of being cheap at quarterback is that when I lose one, it's not as devastating as if, uh, you know, I lose... uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Justin Herbert who I had to pay so much money. Would money, you go after like so a Minshew
1: who's for. only going to be good like this yeah, year? Yeah, there's
0: a name. <laughs> I, I'm, I was completely blanking on names. But that's what I'm talking about. Somebody cheap like that. No one's going to expect more. Than, anybody will probably be happy to get a second for Minshew that still had them uh, on their roster. So uh, th- that is a guy I probably will definitely try and get on some of my cousin teams, uh, especially if he's being held by somebody who is maybe just – not even that good that was holding him just for this scenario where Anthony Richardson gets hurt and they can sell Mencho for something before he has zero value ever again. So, uh, yeah, somebody like that, somebody that I can pay. I, I'm not, I don't want to get anybody that I have to pay a first for. Um, even though they're not going to equal cousins, uh, because cousins is way better than a lot of people act like he is. Uh, as long as I'm getting decent quarterback points, I'm fine with it. And I think Minshew is the perfect example of that. He's going to have some boom games. He's going to have some crappy games too. But yeah,
1: just for clarification, for me, uh, you guys like I know it's more Dynasty, obviously. Um, is it also Superflex for the most? Yeah, we generally talk two, and three? And three. Okay. so three. yeah, I mean, so yeah, you're talking about quarterbacks first. Like I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't otherwise, I'm not paying a first round pick. Single quarter right round <laughs> quarterback <laughs> leagues, man. I had I went into this season with Fields and in. And Lawrence, and like I know I was rebuilding, so I'm like I don't need both these guys. Um, I would re- I'd take some crummy backup. I didn't care, and just to have a backup and like get picks, and nobody was offering me anything. They were like, oh, here, here's my third rounder, and I'm like, go away. They're both like coming into the season, we're both like top seven quarterbacks. Not happening right now, but I'm like, Ugh. third rounders. Like I'll just keep both of them. That's that's bad. That's a bad value there.
0: Yeah, I'm just so like, far. Stafford is on a non contending team, that would be probably someone you can get cheapest, too. But
2: he's also going to miss. I know game. he seems. Oh, like. I thought he I heard huh. day to day, day to day. But it again, so much changed in the past like six yeah. hours. Where all the more reason you can get him cheap, and then I'll roll without a quarterback.
1: For, I wonder what people with, would think uh, about like a the Sam Howell, like oh, the value yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. at this point. I think his
0: value is like going up too
2: much at this point because yeah, like, he's having late. good games, oh, even though they're yeah. not winning. Um, so far trades I've rejected someone's because I, I had a really busy day today, so I didn't get to actually go and offer many trades, but I did have the, went right through all my trade baits and I'm just like, click, 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 click. Apparently I need a QB click, 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 click. Apparently I need a QB. Um, <laughs> someone asked for a 25 first for Derek Carr. No, thank you. Someone asked for a 25 first for Jimmy Garoppolo. No, thank you. Someone asked for a 25 first for Gino Smith. No, thank you. Ooh.
0: Um, I'd rather roll with one quarterback than do that.
2: Yeah. Um, I in, well, in so trade I, I have re- six teams, six with Stafford and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's rough. Ooh. So again, hopefully Stafford. If he misses anything, it's only one game. But I believe they have a buy the next week anyway.
1: Um, in rough shape.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: so yeah. Um. And, and I was saying before, I do it. I've been doing it wrong in offering cousins. I offered someone cousins for golf because the team that has golf is rebuilding, and they have claimed to be so. So it's not like I was judging their team. I was really hoping to get lucky. Like cousins is a good quarterback, and not scoring points, so like that's good for them. A- and they countered with golf for cousins and a 25 first, which I also. Quickly rejected
1: um, Yeah I, I mean I would reject that too But I, I don't blame them for, for throwing In the first because like if they're rebuilding Cousins is I mean He's getting up there too so like I mean how many more years has this guy got So um,
0: He'll be back next year though
1: Yeah, yeah I, I also, believe he'll be back next year But, but I mean, like
0: in Straight Addicts 1 I have I have only Jalen Hurts and Deshaun Watson And I Watson's basically been out Like half the season at this point and I've been rolling with just one quarterback there, and I'm
2: going to be eight and zero once this weekend. So, yeah,
0: uh, it it can be done.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, and so by the way, I after rejecting Cousins and a first for Goff, I countered I Cousins and Tank Dell for Golf. I felt like that was a happy medium. I will see what happens, but like. It's not. It's not going to get done. I know it's not. But yeah, I'm just gonna I think i won a little more than Tank Dell as the Guff manager. When he's when he's healthy, he's doing pretty well. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, I knocked out my microphone. That's probably really obnoxious noise. But I'm not going to. We've been talking for like the 20 minutes before we start recording. I don't edit anything. Um, so we're going to do Trade Addicts Trade first because we only have three of them. We have a bunch of listener questions that seem pretty lengthy. So I'm excited for it. Um, so Trade Addicts Leagues are 12-team superflex PPR, tight end premium with 1.75 points per tight end reception, and .05 points for return yardage except for TA1, which we don't have any TA1 trades because I'm not trading the 25 first for Derek Carr, Andrew. <laughs>
0: um,
2: so the first trade we have is Trade Addicts 3 where I traded away – this was another one. Um, I sent Kirk Cousins for Baker Mayfield straight up. They came back to me with Kirk Cousins and a 25 second for Baker and a late 23 third. So I'm like, I'm not dropping. No, no. Like, that's silly. So I countered with Kirk Cousins and a 25 second for Baker and what will most likely be an earlier 25 third. So I'm taking the risk going a year further back, but hoping it'll be earlier. Um, because the person who's f- third they were trying to give me is the only team above me right now. And screw that guy, Bill.
1: <laughs> um,
2: so the trade after all that rambling ended up being cousins in a 25 second for Baker and a 25 third. So Rocky, I know everything we just talked about, well, you just talked about is saying you're not trading cousins and chances are you have a third QB, but if, let's say this came into your inbox and a team where you needed a quarterback. How do you feel? about sending Cousins and a 25-second for Baker and a 25-third. I'm not adding to
0: Cousins for Baker. I'm sorry. (laughs) uh, Baker's been fine, I guess, this year. Um, You know, he's got decent weapons there. And and he's not as – another guy not as bad as everyone uh, likes to think he is. Uh, I mean, he's not ever going to – in real life, he's not ever going to, like, win you a Super Bowl or anything. But he's fine in both real life and and can have some decent fantasy days. I would just not – I'd rather keep Cousins in this. I just think there's still more – even Hurt Cousins has in a second has more value to me than Baker in a third. I just – I don't know that Baker ever starts again after this year. Probably he does because of the state of quarterbacking in the league, but I'm not sure he's definitely – I mean, Tampa's kind of middling, so maybe he starts another year in Tampa uh, because they're not going to be in in draft of quarterback range. But I don't know. I'm just – I
2: couldn't give up Cousins for Baker. I want to win Trade Addicts Leagues. <laughs> That's what this comes down to. I, I am so annoyed. We've been running Trade Addicts Leagues for six years now. This is this is the sixth year. So let's just say five full years. Um, Eleven just started this year. So there's been at most ten leagues for the past five years. I'm not mathing that, but I've won one, one year. That's not a good percentage, <laughs> no. so I am absolutely fine giving up the value to get like and honestly, it's really funny because this was a panic move one hundred percent. This team, I actually have enough players where I could have just started non
1: quarterbacks,
2: except this week, half my team is on a buy. so I'm just like, oh, Baker's good enough,
1: yeah, who do they play yeah. this week at least? <laughs> is it a good matchup? They get uh, Houston. All right. That's not, not, mm-hmm. not it's not- actually not that great, believe it or not. He's really, the past but- what
2: really enticed me with Baker was he had his bye week already. That so, is true. Short of injury, I know I will have a quarterback to start. And you said you yeah. offered customs for Baker, right? Straight up, yeah. See, I think that's a fair deal. They should have
0: taken And honestly. That. If I'm the Baker manager, I'm taking that.
1: Outside of outside of if week I'm eleven. Not when they play, uh, when they play San Fran, he's kind of pretty nice, nice schedule. <laughs> uh, so I, it's tough. I mean, I get it. Um, you know, it's it's if you're in dire straits, which it kind of sounds like you are in some of these leagues with Kirk Cousins getting Baker back and swapping second and third picks. I mean, come on, how many are how many of our second and third round picks just bust? Most of them.
2: Not that guy who drafted on St. Brown with the pick that you, uh, oh, hush. <laughs> I mean, I already feel like I'm, I'm gonna say paying. the word
1: he told me not to say just because of that. That's... Oh man, you know, I would you're... deserve that
2: and I would leave it in. <laughs> that.
0: I'm, I already feel like though I'm overpaying just because Cousins is missing half the season giving Cousins for Baker. Just you know, you're basically, I think that's already an overpay. I don't know that Baker has more years in the league left than Cousins, yeah.
2: Mm. All right, so the next trade is much Keeps finding a way. <laughs> yeah, right? What's what happens when you're the first overall pick. They keep giving you chances. Trade. speaking of, trade addict seven, Kyler Murray got traded for Michael Mayer, a 25 first and 24 second. Ooh. So again, tight end premium. Michael Mayer's been getting, okay, look, we're going to pretend tonight isn't happening because from what I'm reading, the Raiders are just atrocious tonight. Michael Mayer's been getting targets the past few games, you know, so he's finally trying to step at least like poke ahead out of Sam Laporte's shadow in, in the rookie tight end race. Um, but Rocky, Kyler Murray for Michael Mayer, a 25 first and 24 second. Oh, you know how I'm going to answer this. Give me,
0: give me Kyler Murray all day. Give me the the top 10 quarterback. Uh, Michael Michael Mayer had one nice game. He's probably going to be a nice little tight end. He had two
2: nice games. He had one oh. good game. And yeah, one- that, I guess that's what I mean. He had one. Well, one yeah, he game tight league, end
1: premium yeah. league, I guess. But even then, it's only two catches. Yeah. The other two games are like sandwich around that five catch game.
2: Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, nothing great.
1: It ever, was, no, that. wasn't that great.
0: <laughs> I think this is super cheap for. Like I said, I still believe Kyler's going to, you know, be a top ten quarterback when he comes back. He's always been a top ten quarterback. <clears throat> Uh, it might take a little while. It might not be this year he's a top 10 quarterback because he's recovering from the injury still. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this this is exactly the kind of thing I like to do is, is get, get a, a – not a lead, but a top-end quarterback on the cheap. And to me, this is on the cheap.
2: I wish I had patience. <laughs> That's, I mean, this wasn't me. This trade wasn't me, but, like, I wish I had the patience to do this. Like, like you're right. This is a good price for Kyler, and I would absolutely do that if I had the patience to wait for him to come back and play well and all that. He's stuff. in
0: the uh, he's in the window. I mean, how much patience, how little patience,
2: do you have, Russ? I mean, he's. In theory, going to be back within. How the long time. have we been doing this show? No less. How long have we been friends? You it's know like the you answer to, to that question. It's not
0: like we're talking like this is August and you have to wait half the season or not knowing when he's coming back. He's he's got to come back within the next month. Or the so.
1: one tough part about this trade for me with the team that is taking Kyler is, in, if you're doing this trade. You're either a good team this year and Kyler's just going to be a cherry on the top next year, or maybe at the end of this year, or you're a bad team this year and you're thinking Kyler's going to be a huge benefit for you next year and the year after. You just gave up quality picks. And if you're a rebuilding team, those picks are super valuable. And you straight away, like, a super young, who we all think is a talented tight end, that is a tough one. Um, It'd be interesting to see, like, it, you know, kind of know where these teams kind of fall as far as, like, rebuilding and, and that kind of thing.
2: All right. And, and, again, usually I try I, – I through most of the season and all of the non-point scoring season, I like to not give context to trades because it's better that way just for value's sake. But we're here in week almost nine. Yeah, something like that. Eight or nine or twelve or something like that. But I don't know. This is eight. Heading in yeah, the eight is finishing up as we This said. is the last yeah, game we're going league into eight. nine. So like mm-hmm. you're right. Position team position matters a lot. So this team that traded away Kyler is in a rough rebuild. Like okay. movement in this league, even though it's called a trade addicts league, has not been fantastic lately. So he's stuck with Kyler as his best asset and not too much more, so he does this, and now he has three firsts in twenty-five. So, right. you know, it's tough, especially. It's been tough to get twenty-four picks. Right, twenty-three picks got too valuable. You know, like every because right away everyone's just like, all right, I need to pivot off twenty-three. Let me go to twenty-four. So everyone's been holding on to twenty-four picks for all this time. So now it's like, all right, well, everyone who has those twenty-four picks now knows about Caleb and Marvin Harrison and sure. all the other names I can't remember. So like. All right, on to twenty-five. And if that's what he's doing, it's a it's a good start because mm-hmm. he has a bunch of good young wide receivers and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but you just you have know, to hope
1: that Kyler Murray doesn't make that twenty-five first, like the like the the one twelve. <laughs>
2: yeah, that that's you really know. the risk right there. Is, is. what Kyler's going to do to that other team who is five and two at the moment? But a lot of the league is five and two, and they're like the bottom of the five and twos. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, it's a very weird league. Um, so I get it. It's a little cheaper than you want to do it, but everything is so league specific. In this specific league, I get it. You you yeah. take what you can because there's not as much movement as there should be. Uh, the last one we have is TA11, where I traded away Rashi Rice and a 24 third for 24 and 25 second. Now this was absolutely for content sake and most and also because um I'm doing something this year from the beginning of the season till the end of this. Wow. I don't know why I didn't just say for the, for the football fantasy football season. Um, I'm donating a dollar to fantasy cares for every trade I make in a trade addicts league. So even if it's like close and doesn't super matter, I just say yes. Um, Trade addicts 11, I'm rebuilding. I have Rasheed Rice on my team. He's been getting five, six, seven targets the past couple of Mm -hmm. games. Sometimes he does something with it, but it's like, it's, is anyone ever going to be a thing besides Travis Kelsey? As long as Kelsey wants to play, probably not. So I felt like getting two seconds was like, okay, that's fine. That's enough for me to move. And again, if it's close and I could just say yes and give another dollar to charity, I'm going to do it. So I just said yes.
1: Yeah, I, I think it, I don't hate the trade.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty. Bear. he's done he's basically a second round pick and he's done enough to add that extra second round second for third swap i think yeah. and I just look at i mean he does look like there's definitely some potential there he's been like at least going fantasy wise I'm not looking at his actual stats, but he's five of eight games double digits that's that's pretty good for a rookie so yeah. um and especially uh in a Mahomes offense where they mostly just throw to Kelsey and then just spread it all around so yeah. Well, <laughs> I just...
1: Agreed. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, there's a ghost
2: yeah. in Russ's house. But... Yeah, but it's like we were, I don't remember if it was during the show before, but like we were saying, with, oh yeah, we were talking about Juju, how last year he did, he had a good season. You know, he had like a slow start, but then he like, he did well. And like, maybe that's what Rishi Rice can be. And that's really good for the price of it. So like, I, I felt it was fair enough. And again, I'm cool re-rolling the, the seconds or, you know, moving them to another trade as opposed to finding someone who likes Rasheed Rice when someone just came to me asking for him. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, good trade. All right, so now we move on to listener questions. And the first two, I mean, we have at Dynasty Legs and at DFF underscore S Jonathan 02, both members of Trade Addicts Leagues. Um, (laughs) the The way Ryan puts it is, will Levis, that's the question, (laughs) <laughs> um and then jonathan says is will Levis the real deal, deal or was just the atlanta d terrible uh i did not get to watch the game yet i was really hoping to watch it today but like i, I said it at some point before like real jo- like real work should not get in the way of fantasy football but no. it did um so what do you guys think about levis is is this what are you four touchdowns i think
0: yeah, the, I wanted to mention this because I, I was looking this up earlier uh, when I saw this question. Uh, just to kind of – I was never a big Will Levis guy coming out. I, I had plenty of late first or early seconds and was always passing on Will Levis. Yep. So just I'm going to give a little bit of a caution on getting too excited because I saw this tweet from Ryan McDowell yesterday. Yes, smart um, man. Good, go for it. Will Levis is just the sixth QB in NFL history to throw for four TDs in his first career start. Then he followed that up with the other five um, Marcus Mariota, Todd Bauman, Eric Hippel, John Stofa, and Gary Quozo
2: You definitely made up some of those names.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I, this does not mean that Will Levis is all of a sudden an amazing quarterback. Whatever you thought of Will Levis before, this should not change it because he threw four touchdowns in his in his first career start. It, it's nice. It's if you're a Levis fan, it's it's great to see. But I was a little bit of a Levis detractor, and I one game is not going to change my mind.
1: Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> like it, I, I will say this: the dude's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. Yes, I mean, like oh my gosh. I mean, D Hop got behind the defense, and like I mean, he was like leaning back you know it was like a fadeaway jumper almost it was like he leaned it back and just like flicked it with a wrist and it went 60 yards and you're like oh my gosh i mean but like he's got he's got an arm he's got an absolute cannon so like that's gonna be a fun aspect to his game to watch he's gonna have you know a few of those i'm sure if he actually continues to get the starts which it sounds like he's going to at least this week um but he's still a rookie. All the warts that were there come the draft season are still there. I mean, they don't just vanish, right? He's gonna throw tons of picks. It was still the Falcons, even though the Falcons D has been pretty decent this year. It's they they can be they could be had. So um, I think it was a little bit of shell shock by the Falcons team. Like I mean, yeah. who expects that from this guy coming in first start? You know, and he had all the question marks. You thought they'd go very conservative, and they didn't. I mean, like, early on, just throwing bombs at D-Hop. Like, okay. I think it, I think it shocked everybody. So, By the way,
0: just going back a week, remember how uh, hyped everyone was for Tyson Badgett? Yeah. <laughs> how that work out? Is he <laughs> in a good for a first game? I mean, it wasn't as good as this. But no. the, the, there were teabag uh, tweets all over the place and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Frank puts in the chat, Thursday just feels like a game where Watt is going to sack Levis like five times. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, like, okay, but exactly like Rocky said, you know, is this real? No. It's the same way that, like, Jordan Love, you knew he wasn't going to have a 70, what was like 79 touchdown percent, like percent touchdown rate. Like, slow your roll, man. Like, that's going to drop a bit, and it has, and he's still been fine. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, Will Levis isn't going to throw four touchdowns every single game. But, like, this, this schedule, I just, um my fantasy league doesn't do anything fancy it's really just fantasy points against is how they rank uh defenses the only defense they play better than 15th is the panthers in week 12 and again you probably just don't have to throw that much against the panthers because you score two touchdowns and you can just waste the rest of the clock (laughs) so like that doesn't mean their defense is good. It just means that the quarterbacks don't score a lot of points against them. So, like he, like Titans have a good schedule going forward that he might be able to help you on on a, for the rest of the season if he starts the rest of the season, of course.
1: Yeah. But
2: also, yeah, I, I mean, a dude that comes in with people not having pro tape on him against a team that has the ability to be great or terrible, like the Falcons do. Eh, eh.
0: And I, I I still don't have like it's better than him having a a tough schedule coming up. But do I trust Will? Even if I knew he was a starter for the rest of the year, to take advantage of an easier schedule, I mean he he could be good or bad. But I I could see him playing the twenty ninth ranked pass offense and still throwing like four interceptions. or Oh, something. absolutely,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: I I always I always think it's funny, you know I I like to go to Player Profiler and just see who the comp was that they have. It's Jay Cutler. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. That's that was so fun. spot on. That's so good.
2: See, <laughs> so, and, and like, I will, if forever, you know, the picks
1: are coming. <laughs> yeah,
2: I will forever be a little bit of a Will Levis fan because I will never forget. Um, And the, during the combine, someone asked him like CJ Stratt and Bryce Young aren't doing throwing drills. Why are you doing throwing drills? And he literally just goes, well, oh, I have a cannon. And that's yeah. it. That's all he said. And I'm just like yes you that's do like, young that's, man that's
1: like the little leaguer <laughs> my yeah. name is well, whatever his name was I like to hit dingers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: yeah yeah, you do man
1: you do you you know what you
2: got and you run with it <laughs> um, and then I also asked people whether they prefer live music or recorded music or if they like to watch movies at home or in the theater and we'll get to us um, but Ryan says live music and movies at home unless it's Star Wars and Jonathan says, "I prefer going to the movies, recordings, but because I, I don't attend concerts." Okay, well, I'll answer my question. I'll answer those questions first. For me, I love going to the movie theater. I worked in a movie theater for a couple of years. Okay, actually, let me let me go even further back. My brother worked in a movie theater for two or three years. Then I started working there. Then even after I left, my best friend worked there for three or four years. So I had a decade of free movies. So I saw from like 1997 until like 2005, I think I saw like every movie that came out because I could. And also I'm the kind of person that like when I'm home, I would put on HBO and just put the remote down. So I've seen a lot of movies that I would not choose to watch because I just, (laughs) the remote's over there. What am I, what am I going to get up? That defeats the (laughs) purpose of a remote. So I've, I mean, so like, I, I love watching movies in general, but nothing beats going to the theater and like, Honestly, when you work at a movie theater, you get really sick of popcorn. So it's not even like that. Like some people just love the fresh popcorn and everything. That's not what even what it's about. I just, the thing of being in a theater and the big screen and the sound and all of that, it's, it's wonderful. Also, I had the pleasure of going to the theater this weekend with my daughter to see the Taylor Swift era's oh. tour. Concert movie. It it, it, it's weird. You can't really call it a movie because it was literally just the concert. There was nothing extra whatsoever. It was literally just two hours and forty eight minutes of a Taylor Swift concert because that's how long the concert was. It was really. It was a really good show. I didn't realize how much Taylor Swift music I knew because okay, I don't listen to the radio. I don't. But the thing is, I watch a lot of kids shows because I have an eight and a ten year old. So over the years, I've been watching kids shows. I didn't realize how many songs I knew of Taylor Swift, but I knew them as kids bop songs. <laughs> <Makes> <laughs> so, sense. so like I'm watching this and I'm like, Oh wait, I know that song. <laughs> but funny. seriously, man, her con like her, the, that concert was epic. Like it was fun to watch even though, and, and then watching, Oh man, the entire theater was filled with kids singing and dancing. It was adorable. Um, and <laughs> I love going to concerts. I love live music, but when it comes to listening to music, like in a car, I don't like listening to live music that's recorded. Agreed. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It feels maybe just like, it feels like it's lying to me. I don't know. Like it feels disingenuous or something, but for some reason I don't like listening. Like there's certain things like they point out in, uh, in, um, when Ryan was talking and someone else brought up jam bands, like the Grateful Dead, like, Yes. They're because they'll their like their shows are never the same twice. Their songs are never the same twice. So that that's a bit more out there. That like yeah, you could listen to recordings of live stuff, but otherwise it's just like I don't know. It's just not my jam.
1: There's very few live recordings that I actually enjoy. I'm with you on that one. Um Definitely live concerts are, are where it's at. Um, yeah, most of them sound bad. Actually, like they just it's, the quality is yeah. not good. Like if it's a good like produced quality live song and Nirvana you know, Unplugged. Like even that if album you can hear yeah and, you know if you get TV a little recording. bit of crowd noise in the back where they're cheering and singing along that's kind of cool sometimes but other than that like a lot of live stuff like you know you listen to like actual live concerts like on air on Sirius XM or whatever because they'll do a lot of like the the um festivals and stuff that they the, they'll do live festivals on it the sound quality is atrocious and i can't listen to it i'm like i can't even know i don't even know what song i'm listening to right now just, click
2: <laughs> and frank puts in the tr- in the chat eric clapton unplugged exactly the yes, stuff that, was that kind of stuff is awesome. be recorded and of course it's eric freaking clapton so of yeah he's, he's just really good yeah. uh what about movies though are you a theater person or are you an at-home person
1: you know i i don't go to movies anymore because i've got young kids and they you know i mean i'll go take them to like uh, Elemental or whatever, you know. I was about to say like, you're about to
2: scoff at a movie I would
1: have gone to see. Just to like, go, whatever.
2: Elemental was fantastic.
1: I know I liked it. I'm just, like, I I'll, I'll take them to those movies, but I don't get to go see the movies that I want to go see in the theater because nobody wants to go see it with me. Oh, see, uh, nice but I um, <laughs> but no, I, I like going to the theater. Like I grew up as a kid, and like me and my dad, that's what we did during the summers. Uh, yeah. We would go see all like the big blockbuster hits, and then we'd like we'd rank them. Um, every single every single summer, and you know, oh, say which cute. ones we wanted. Awesome. It was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get all the free movies that you did, but uh, I also, you know, don't go to a lot of movies anymore because I don't get them for free. And yep. uh, kids, that's taking okay. my kids to a movie costs sixty five dollars with popcorn and drinks, and which, I'm like, whoa, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: uh... Tay-Tay
2: was like twenty one bucks for adult tickets and sixteen for kids. So it's ridiculous like how expensive it's gotten. We we hit about sixty bucks, including convenience yeah.
1: fees. So, so yeah. it will be it will be slim pickings for the movies at the movie theaters, unfortunately. Yep. But uh, I do enjoy going. What about you, Rock?
2: Um,
0: well, this comes down to me with the two questions. Is that I'm not really I'm much more of a movie and TV guy than a, a yeah. music guy. So. Uh, I don't really care about seeing music live. I've been to, I think, four or five concerts in the last 20 years, and they've all been for the same person, Uh Billy Joel. So right. uh, I will say that you mentioned how like, the, the like, Grateful Dead and Fish—it's like a different show every um, time. I—I I would hate that. By the way, I want to, When I go to a concert, I want to hear the hits. That's what I want to hear. Well, no, I know people who like Grateful they Dead and Fish. Play the hits, no, so they'll no be like I like
2: variations. Or I like, know,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: There's some you, you want to like, hear it the way you know it. You want to sing along. Yeah, you want exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Yes, exactly. I, I'm basic like that. I know the people who like Grateful Dead and Fish; they love that about them. I'm just yeah. saying that for me, it would be I. I would. I
2: hear sure that about Weezer. Good. I hear like you could go to a Weezer concert and just like play the CD really loudly and do the same <laughs> thing
0: yeah i wouldn't yeah i don't even mind that but so i i don't really care either way on the music but i i'm with you i i love that the theater. and i'm also uh with joe in that i barely see any movie and now my kids are a little older so now basically what i get to see is marvel movies and stuff like that I can't um, get and that. across the the spider verse that was the last movie i saw which was amazing Um uh, but i don't really see adult movies in the movie theater anymore but I just, like you said, I love the, the theater, the big screen, the, the the communal experience is just kind of cool just being with a whole bunch of people and, and laughing at something or, or whatever, or gasping or whatever. So uh, I just, I, I definitely enjoy that much more than watching at home.
2: Yeah. and And the last thing I'll say before we move on to the next question was, you know, I saw Blazing Saddles. Well, Blazing Saddles, let's just say, came out in the 70s, well before I was born. Well, before us, it's not really that well before I was born. But you know, I've only clearly seen it at home over the decades that I've been watching it, and I know what's funny, I laugh at things, but like and then I went and I saw it in it, like they showed it and then did a question a QA with Mel Brooks afterwards, which seeing 90-year-old Mel Brooks literally dancing on tables was like one of the greatest experiences of my life. But like it is such a different experience. Watching a movie, you've seen 30, 40 times, but you've only ever really watched it by yourself or with one or two other people. Like, watching it with a crowd of people is like energizing. It's brilliant. Like, I just, mm. yeah.
1: Mm. Dude, like oh, the guy God. brought up Star Wars. I remember when they re released the original Star Wars in the theater. I mean, I almost wore my Star Wars shirt on here because I knew like that that comment was there. Yep. Uh, like, when we went and saw the original, you know, 456 in the theater, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one of the best experiences ever. I mean, like, lines out the door. Like, it was crazy. Um, Until they yeah. replaced
2: the Ewok celebration with just people celebrating on different planets. Yeah. Like, like, how do we you take trip. away Yub Nub? That's what I want. Like, that's <laughs> all I wanted. Like, George Lucas. Oh, like, man. Why that?
1: Why? We, we, won't t- we won't talk about that. We just <sighs> pretend that didn't happen.
2: <laughs> all right. So the next question we have is at Messi Messick. Uh, he says, I prefer watching movies at the house. I enjoy both, but nothing beats the energy at a live show. Agree. All right, mm-hmm. so who was someone each of you sought after to acquire in the offseason that just have not produced like you hoped? Jahan Dotson for me, even though he did this week. Yeah. I, I have two people off the top of my head, but do you guys, you guys can go first if you have people you know. If not, I can talk while you think.
0: Uh, yeah, I would rather you go. I Because I didn't look at the questions beforehand, and I am... Struggling right now. Yeah, I, I
2: – unfortunately, it's red mm-hmm. as I was copying and pasting, but I guess it's good because you guys are thinking. My answers, and they're both quarterbacks, which really sucks. Um, Daniel Jones was – was like, I – again, I didn't think Daniel Jones was going to be a top-10 quarterback the way he finished, but, yeah, it's it's going pretty bad. And, of course, I completely forgot what the other player – oh, and, look, Matt Stafford's not – he's doing okay, but he's like quarterback 24 ish in points per game. And that's not even including this week where he still put up like 17, 18 points before getting hurt. Like he's like, he, again, he's my most owned quarterback and he is not really playing to the level. I thought he'd be able to, especially when Puka came out and did what he did and then they got cut back and they both did what they both did though. Now it seems like they can't do it at the same time. Um, Yeah, but Stafford only putting up like 16, 17 points per game has been kind of rough on some of my teams. So, those are two guys that I went in heavy on and uh, just didn't really pan out for me. (laughs)
0: Um, I'm I'm still looking, but I, one, this is kind of a combination of the last couple years, more so than just this year, but. Deshaun Watson is not working out the way I hope so far. No, I was buying much. a lot mm-hmm. of cheap Deshaun Watson, um, and even when he's been in there, I mean, he was okay-ish fantasy wise, but he yeah. did not look great just from a real perspective. And then he's been hurt now for like three weeks, and it looks like it might be another couple more. Uh, I'm starting to. I, I've been saying all along, eventually he'll be Deshaun Watson again, and I'm starting to have doubts if that's ever the. Case at this point so yeah. uh, i at least i didn't pay huge prices for him uh because I, mo- I bought a lot of those uh when his return was uncertain or still a while a while away so i got him cheaper but um and i thought i had an- another name i was looking at but now i'm not finding it well, oh i, I um, got one oh, okay sorry. you can go and i have one more
1: yeah so i a guy that i was kind of um Really hoping was going to take that next step with Jerry Judy. And of course, I know he started oh, the season wow. injured, but man, that, that whole Denver offense. I mean, Russ hasn't been horrible, like stat wise and fantasy wise, but like it's just not working for whatever reason for Jerry Judy. Um, you know, I, I didn't actively go seek him because I think a lot of other people had the same yeah. thoughts I did. And so his price was pretty high. Um, you know, I, I wasn't as, you know, the, the second guy for me is I wasn't as out on the the Tampa Bay receivers as a lot of people were um coming into the year. So, um you know, again, I play a ton more redraft than I do dynasty. So, like, I was drafting these players earlier than than they were going right normally. So, like, had I been actively trying to trade in my single <laughs> dynasty league that I'm in still – Um, I've been in more, but they've all fizzled away. Um, But this one's still going. Um, You know, those would have been guys that, you know, I I could have possibly gone after if I wasn't in, like, complete rebuild mode. You know, it's tough for me to trade with my team in shambles right now. (laughs)
0: Uh, The other one I was looking at, um, and I know, Russ, this is a guy you like this non-point scoring season, and it kind of goes along with your Daniel Jones uh, mention there is Darren Waller. Uh, mm. yeah, he's he's not he's not been great even when he's been in there and even when Daniel Jones has been in there because their offensive line has just been so terrible that so a lot bad. of the games that they're not even able to get the ball off, so uh, you yeah, can't get it to though. anybody.
1: He's, he's fourth in targets, even though he got hurt early in the game this week. He's fourth in tight end targets, so like it, he just doesn't scoring touchdowns. So that's what's yeah, on him. because they're like the vo- are so the volume is there which is what we all liked him for, right? We all liked him for yeah, the, then that's the, yeah, the volume, but it just hasn't it hasn't turned into touchdowns, which is what we need.
2: That Darren Waller was tight end
1: 10 in points per game.
0: See, but I wasn't thinking he'd be tight end 10 when I
2: was trying to acquire Darren
1: Waller. Of course not. You also thought he had more than one touchdown at this point. But and also
2: 10, 9, 8, and 7 are all within half a point a game of each other, per game of each other.
0: Yeah, and he also has games of nine, seven and a quarter, seven and well, he got hurt, but two, Um
1: so- and then he has
2: eighteen and twenty two and thirteen and twenty eight. So you you yeah. calm yourself down, boy.
1: Yeah, Sorry, I mean, yeah, I don't, mean, that, yeah, I, I don't it's think it's as wallet. like <laughs> jump off the cliff with Waller. So people, I always like I can't, you know, I've talked about him a lot on our show, the famous Six Pack Hour that we do on Thursday nights, like people always bring him up and i'm like he's not as bad as you think it's just not as good as you hoped it like it's yeah. still actually decent like
0: yeah
1: calm down kind of Like, because I I people were paying up for him you know yeah. big time this year so I, this I, is I, a I, point. I, will, I never paid more than a second for him <laughs> uh
2: next we have at mountain man mt superflex ppr dynasty rebuilding team would you give chris olave bryce young and a mid-second for Anthony Richardson and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So let me say that again. Olave, mm. Bryce Young, and a second for Anthony Richardson and JSN. All right, Rocky, I know that you are team Olave's good but not great. Yes. So this kind of feels like you would probably take the Richardson and JSN side.
0: It's funny, though, because I'm also team anthony richardson is not going to be that great and if he's bad enough in real life he may not last long enough but i would still take anthony richardson and JSN. um yeah just just for the the value there to me um bryce young is kind of sunk um based off how he's played this year especially compared to cj stroud and richardson when he was healthy fantasy wise anyway and like you said i don't I view a lobby as more of a wide receiver two going forward and people are paying wide receiver one prices for him. So uh, JSN could end up being the same thing. We don't know, but at least the the, the hope is there. Um, and, but Anthony Richardson's value is going to, is going to stay solid. We, we talked about that when he got hurt and especially when he comes back, it's going to, it's probably going to go up a little more um, just because he's back. So uh yeah i would I would take that side just because of the value and it's not like either side is giving you a ton of points anyway, including a by the way yeah. j s n two straight games with a touchdown mm-hmm. there you go yeah
1: he's looking pretty good
0: a has got about to uh, to seven of eight games without one well yeah something oh, like man. that like that is
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I keep using it's on Hill getting... and it's annoying the crap out of yeah. everybody that dude just needs to go away um I'm taking a lot of their side. Um, I've, I've been a big Bryce young believer. Uh, I think this kid's going to turn it around, um, you know, and it's going to start clicking for him. You know, it maybe it takes a year or two for him to really start get going. But I mean, come on. He's, he's been keeping, um, dealing super relevant. I mean, like, come on, like this guy, he was a guy who I was buying in, you know, super late in, in the redraft leagues. Just yeah. like, I mean, like he's got to throw the ball to somebody. Um, you know, you're, you're getting Olave who, yeah, I, I kind of agree. He's not, he got a little overhyped, but he's still going to be a good receiver. Smith, the Drigba is, you know, he's good, but there's still a lot of competition there. Gino, we don't know, you know, how much longer we can trust him. I think Richardson, this is, I mean, I don't know, like he's just going to be, he might just be injury prone. And then you're also getting the second round pick mixed in with a and young. I'll, I'll take that.
2: Yeah. See the, like I'm, I like every player in this trade. I do believe Chris Lava is at least a top 10 dynasty wide receiver right now. Bryce young. I'm not really discounting him at this point. No, his value is, you know, his value is insulated because of where he was drafted in the NFL, where he was drafted in our rookie drafts. But, he, clearly other players did something to raise their value while he didn't which kind of makes his drop a little by default but i still i think he's good like i don't think he he's any worse than he, we thought he was like i don't think he changed at all and anthony Richardson, man if if he came back you know if he didn't get this surgery and like even if he was pretty good for the rest of the season he worked himself up into being a first round startup pick like he showed enough in the beginning of that season that we would write off the rest of this season as his throwing shoulder was hurt. So honestly, like no matter what you believe in the fact that I really do believe in JSN, <clears throat> assuming that I really do think Lockett's probably gone after this year. Um, I take the Richardson and JSN side just because of what the value can be. I think worst case scenario, the value wise, these teams filled even next season. But best case scenario, I think, is absolutely on the Richardson and JSN side. And then he says, the answer is recording of live music where my deadhead's head's at. That's where the conversation mm-hmm. came from. Uh, last question we have. Luis Sabueno Fantasy, Halloween edition. Are these tricks or treats? And how do we adjust trading for, trading away? Anthony Richardson, big upside slash big injury risk. Ooh, I think a we all conversation just here. <laughs> Answered that one a little bit, and then there's Bryce Young, which we also just sort of answered a little bit. Quentin Johnston finally got some targets, and there was more than just deep routes, which was wonderful to see. Um, Joe, what are your thoughts on Quentin Johnston and his future in the NFL?
1: Um, I I like him, um, <laughs> which maybe I shouldn't because you know TCU, um, but and you know maybe I'm gonna kill myself here for looking back at this, but. Um, I had the one five this year as well as the one one, so I took Bijan one five. I took Johnston over Flowers, which was a huge coin flip for me. Um, it was, I you know, I liked the upside, I liked the passing offense better. I do think. You know, look, I know they had Mike Williams and he went down and they didn't, you know, they didn't slot him in right away. The guy, you know, we kind of knew he was a bit of a um, project. Um, but yeah, man, I liked what we saw this week. We know Palmer wasn't 100%, so they had to get somebody else involved more. Um, and and Johnson looked, looked solid, and so hopefully he can build on that.
2: By the way, just... I'll let Rocky talk. But first, I wanted to say every single draft, I went Johnston over Flowers just to make you feel better.
1: All
2: right. (laughs) Every time. All right, Rocky. Hopefully it
1: works out. I was playing the long game with it because, again, my team's massive rebuild. So I knew Flowers were probably going to have the better 2023. I was playing the long game with it.
0: Yeah, I never felt so I actually was mostly a Johnston over Flowers, too. Uh, but I never felt super strongly about basically anybody after that like one oh seven Addison area yeah um I kind of hated having all those picks oh so yeah, this is a single quarterback
1: dynasty rookie draft by the way so quarterbacks were suppressed like crazy yeah, so yeah just to okay, let you know yeah. one five was there's no quarterbacks before then so gotcha that makes perfect um, sense i I, I yeah. was
2: assuming that we that rocky did not invite someone on that would be silly enough to put Johnston and Flowers above all of the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, nah. So I'm kind of uh, – like I said, I don't feel strongly about Johnston. I don't think he's uh, – I'm willing to wait and see. I, this is encouraging. Like like you said, he did get six targets. It did come after – it looks uh, looked like the, after Josh Palmer got a little banged up. Um which, you know, if Palmer's feeling fine next game, maybe it goes back to two three targets a game. But like uh, like Joe said, I mean, I don't know that anybody was expecting him to take off this year one, uh, Quentin Johnston. Uh, so it's nice to see, but I, I'm not super high on him to be. I was not super low either, but also not super high. So I'm just sort of in wait and see mode with Quentin Johnston. And if he keeps doing it, uh, good for him i would i would probably be waiting to after the year to even think about like acquiring them uh, i i have very few johnston sh- i have a few because like i was in that range but
2: yeah uh, and i was taking them over flowers but i i've only i think like two or three yeah um everything they said i i, I really i'm a big johnston fan i i always well, i'm a sucker for the x type and going on to the justin herbert offense was just perfect and yeah of course you would have loved to seen the second mike williams was off the field Quentin johnston walks in and just starts killing it but also like joe said he he was not the most refined walking in so yeah. i it, but then again we have the next player listed zay flowers who mm-hmm. did walk in and just stole everything from everyone except mark andrews um i will start with Zay Flowers first and be like, yeah, no, I will take the L on that one. I should have taken one or two Zay Flowers over Quentin Johnston, clearly. Because while that offense is not as prolific as the Chargers can be, he is clearly the wide receiver one. Of course, the pass catcher one being Mark Andrews. So, but Zay Flowers seems like he can be, at worst, an insanely solid wide receiver too. And that, at the 108, 109, 110 in Superflex rookie drafts, is fantastic. So I, I'm a believer in Flowers if his price starts to get a little too up there like if the you know non point scoring season rolls around and he's like wide receiver 16 or something no thanks but if he can hang in like the mid 20s i think that's perfect for what it should be and i would pay that price for him
0: i'm i'm with you like like i said we were both saying we we were taking johnson over flowers but yeah. i am kind of You know, I don't, I'm not going to have take lock on the guy and it's impressive what he's done. Like it's almost eight targets a game, uh, double digit points in all, but two games on, on a, a team that, uh, usually doesn't pass a ton to their wide receivers. Uh, and he's doing, he's clearly getting it more than anybody else, not named Mark Andrews. So, uh, yeah, I've been impressed and, and I like the guy, uh, again, it would depend on what his price was at in terms of actually like buying them. but I, I feel like I should be because I, th- I think I may have zero Zay Flowers. So I feel like I need to get a couple shares.
2: You gotta get some just in case shares on that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Zay Flowers is seeing um twenty seven percent of the team's uh Whew. target. There you go. Uh so that's that's a pretty nasty good number there. Um yep. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I kind of said it already. Like my team was in rebuild. I played the long game with Quentin Johnston. Uh, Had I been in a spot where I know I needed, you know, could use help now, I would have. I might have actually taken Zay Flowers. It would have been a tough call still, but um, I kind of knew going in that Zay Flowers was going to be a much more um, NFL ready type player the way that he plays the game um i you know i was an acc fan like i said so saw a lot of boston college highlights you know just from all the all the tape and he smoked the Hokies. so um pretty pretty cut and dry there
2: all right and he finishes off by saying as far as questions go the older i get the less i want to go out definitely a trip to the theater is worth it for great movies man everyone is saying how good top gun maverick was So I feel like I need to go see that though. I kind of haven't seen, I know you don't need to see Top Gun and I have, it's just been a couple of decades since I have (laughs) like, I might watch Top Gun just to get, you know, it fresh in my head and then just go right into Maverick because I keep hearing how good it was. Um, uh, Concerts are fun, but well, see my original response. Yeah. I went a very long time without going to concerts because I didn't, well, a pandemic B I, didn't want to leave the house, but I'm so glad I started to go out again because I I do I do love a good concert. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh but that's our last question. So that's the end of our show sheet. So that is the end of our show. Thank you, Joe, for coming on.
1: Uh Thank I have hope that's you fine. had
2: one as well. Uh, but before we head out, why don't you remind everyone who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you do.
1: Yeah, uh, Joe Bond, uh, fantasy six-pack.net is where you can find all of my stuff and the rest of the team there. And uh, I'm on Twitter at F6P underscore Joe, and it's the number six not spelled out.
2: All right, and our stuff, uh, patreon.com slash pod. You can hang out with us while we record, talk to us in the chat, let me know all the stuff I forget to say, or, you know, throw in awesome stuff like how good Eric Clapton Unplugged was. Um also, we have our awesome Discord chat, the Cool Kids Club, and also every Tuesday on the Fantasy Cares channel, uh, we'll I'll go live and do like a week wrap up of Scott Fishbowl, and we give a lot of stuff away, and it's just cool to hang out, talk football, and you can win stuff just for being there. Like that—that that seems like easy enough. So every Tuesday, round my co-host right?
1: won one. He won the Swift jersey.
2: Yeah, like. I want one,
1: um, <laughs> like this
2: week. We, I mean, unfortunately, we have Devonte Adams jerseys going away. Uh, that's getting given away, and clearly, he is not having the greatest week. So that puts a little bit. But like, we gave away a Jordan Addison helmet, mini helmet last week. Signed mini helmet. Like how that was perfect timing. Like, that week where Jordan Addison crushed it just was the week we gave away that. With Sam Howell, we gave one a week away, and then he crushed it, like, two games in a row. So, like, maybe that means for the next two weeks, Devontae Adams is just going to do great after this.
1: I just needed Jordan Addison to crush it by one more yard.
0: (sighs) I I would hope so with Devontae Adams. I actually had the yard
1: going to bed. I woke up, and I lost the yard. Oh, no. I lost by one stinking yard. Quit. There's nothing else you could do without That That was brutal. Quit. I literally woke up and was like, wait, what? My record, what? What happened?
2: <laughs> Quit. There's no, there's nothing else to do. Oh my gosh. But speaking on that, we are quitting for the night because I'm ready for bed. I think I feel like I said that out of order, but I'm just going to say goodnight, everybody, because I'm lost, so... I Stop Good night. Good night. me night. from talking, Rocky. What's wrong with you? Shut buddy? up, Russ. Good night.
0: Thank, Thank you for me. listening to the Trade Addict
1: Podcast.
0: A proud member
1: of the Dynasty Addict Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts
0: at Haha and at Dynasty FF addict. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Addict Podcast.
1: Poopy Pants! That is the best. <laughs> See ya.